The Statues Written by Rohit Gehlot Read by Aviral Mohan Torrential rain, flashes of lightning, howling wind, blinding darkness, and a spooky mansion smack in the middle of nowhere. Outside is a soaked to the bone middle-aged couple pressing the bell. No reply. They bang at the door. Bang, bang. No reply again. They are just about to give up and walk away when the door opens by itself. A long creak is heard. Then they turn to look at the door. Did it just open by itself? They enter, slowly, and spot a man standing some distance away from the door. He smiles at them and invites them in. Their car's broken down and they just want to make a call for the tow truck. Relax says the man of the mansion, their host, with a grin. No one is coming in such rain. Here, have a drink. The guest couple enter slowly, looking around them at strange interiors. They go to the salver on a side table, where two drinks already have been laid out for the guests. As if someone knew they were coming. Spooky. The inside of the hall is lined up with statues. More like stuffed dead bodies, statues of a soldier, a doctor, an executive, and a man with a mask over his face, an axe in his hand and spots of red all over his clothes. The guest couple take their drinks and take a seat. The host sits on their rocking chair facing them and begins to rock and chat. The creaks and squeaks of his rocking chair punctuating his reminiscences. He moved into the mansion about 11 months ago. He is a writer specializing in the macabre, the supernatural, in death and in realm beyond. And this bloodthirsty mansion. He gestures with his hand, making a sweeping circle in his inspiration. The couple look at each other. Did he just say bloodthirsty mansion? But the host continues undaunted. He stays with his friends here and is thus never alone. But aren't you alone right now? Nah, he's never alone. He has friends with him, even now. Friends? There? In the middle of nowhere? Where are they? inquires the couple looking around. There they are, right in front of them. See those statues? They are his friends. He talks to them. And believe it or not, they talk back to him. The drenched guests look at each other, a bit spooked at this. The wetness of rain, slowly being replaced by the sweat of fear. A man who talks to statues? Carrying on, the host begins a story about the macabre history of the mansion. The place was abandoned before him. An old caretaker used to look after it during the day. And one evening when he was locking and leaving for the night as usual, two bank robbers arrived in a car. They had a cop as a hostage with them. And one of the robbers was shot in the arm. They told the caretaker they would be hiding in the mansion for a few days. At this, the petrified caretaker warned them that if they wished to live, they should leave before darkness fell. Because... Every year, exactly on that particular day, the two statues outside the mansion came alive 
and slaughtered anyone they found here. Now, there's a backstory of that too. Many years ago, intruders killed the husband and wife who used to live here, and from that day onwards, every year their statue standing outside would awaken on that fateful night looking for trespassers, mistaking those living in the mansion as intruders who killed them, and extracting their revenge by butchering them. So no one dared to stay in that mansion on that particular night. But the robbers took it to be a silly ghost story and decided to stay there that night keeping the caretaker too as their hostage. Later that night, one of the robbers went out to their getaway vehicle and discovered that the two statues that stood outside the mansion were gone. The terrified caretaker taunted them with an, I told you so. Now the robbers were all tensed up, guns in hand. They awaited any moment in the dark gloomy night. They waited and waited and just when the tension had reached the crescendo, they heard the footsteps coming towards them from the back of the mansion. There must have been a back door open. Someone else was in the mansion. There was darkness all around them. They hadn't switched on all the lights of the mansion for the fear that some cop car passing by would stop to investigate. They regretted it now. Surrounded by darkness, they could be attacked from anywhere. The footsteps echoed in the halls, but soon they would ascertain where the footsteps were coming from. They pointed their guns in their direction. The tension rose, their hands rock steady when holding a loaded gun. Click, click. The footsteps came nearer and nearer, and suddenly they saw two figures materialize from the darkness. They looked cold and white and moved swiftly like robots. The tension and fear had got to the robbers. Their nerves were shredded and without any warning, they opened fire and riddled the newcomers with bullets. But the bullets had no effect except for chipping away at the body parts. The two unwelcome guests continued to advance and mayhem ensued. The bank robbers were caught and slaughtered. Horrific screams filled the air and the walls were awash with blood. Somehow, the cop and the caretaker who were being held hostage managed to free themselves and make a break for it. The next day, as the two survivors told their story to the cops, the statues were back at their pedestals as if nothing had happened. The cops didn't believe the survivors that the two statues did it. The case remains unsolved till now. The host ends his backstory. The spooked couple looks pop-tied. So you mean the statues come alive? Yes, says the host with a sinister smile. And today is the fateful night when it all happens. When all the statues come alive and slaughter those who dare to enter their home. The husband and wife seem to feel uneasy and look around. They are stunned to find, or rather not find the statues behind them. The statues behind them are missing. The host nears. Today we have the perfect weather for the bloodbath. Right on cue they hear a crack of thunder outside. The terrified couple dares to ask, Where are the statues that were just here? They have come alive, just like me, says the host as he stands up and begins to walk towards them menacingly. I too have come alive, just for revenge. The couple seems frozen in fear 
as the host approaches them. Flashes of lightning and thunder mark his steps as if the background music in horror films. The host comes closer and closer and closer. The couple remain rooted to the spot, unblinking, looking like statues themselves. The host raises his hand and almost reaches for their throat. Then he stops and freezes, and suddenly he cracks up with laughter. A woman appears from somewhere inside the mansion and joins him, both laughing hysterically like hyenas who have just heard a good one. The two reveal that they were just having a bit of fun with the couple. They just removed the statues for effect. The statues are still there, just behind the curtain. It was all a silly plan for their amusement. The couple is relieved. Oh, it was all a joke. Thank God. We almost had a heart attack. They scared the living daylights, rather the stormy thunder nights out of them. Things lighten up a little as the guest couple says yes. The story seemed to be too bizarre. Statues coming alive and killing people? It's a bit silly, isn't it? No, that part is supposedly true, according to the locals. They do believe that two statues standing guard at the gate come alive tonight, on the anniversary of their slaughter, to butcher those who dare to live here on this dark, fateful night. The guest couple look at each other quizzically and then ask the host couple, mm, but how did you remove the statues that you say are supposed to be standing outside? What do you mean? Ask the hostess wiping away the tears of amusement from her eyes. You say there are two statues outside that come alive tonight. But we really didn't see any statues outside when we came in. So are you guys carrying on with the joke? Isn't the prank over now? Now you guys are joking, says the host. There are two statues outside the gate. But the guest couple looks deadly serious. Sorry to say that, but we didn't see any. Darling, says the wife, look here. The host and the hostess go to the window and stare out. Torrential rain, flashes of lightning, howling wind, blinding darkness, and the complete and total absence of any kind of statue anywhere outside. The statues are really gone. The host couple is stunned. What the hell? Could the stupid legend be true? Or was someone playing a prank on them? Who can remove the two statues in this torrential rain just to play a prank? Then the legend has to be true. The host and hostess look clearly panicked. Let's leave this place at once, says the hostess. But the rain is coming more heavily than ever. And the guest couple says, Driving in this weather would be impossible. It's safer remaining inside than outside. If the statues are outside, then they will be trying to find a way in. Suddenly the host runs and begins to lock the doors and fasten the windows. The hostess too runs to the back door and closes it. Then they assemble back in the lobby. What do they do now? The host takes out a gun from the drawer in which it's kept and loads it. Luckily he had thought of keeping a gun with him when they decided to move to the isolated mansion. He stands alert. Maybe it's just a rumor or a prank. No harm in remaining alert. They sit down close together, looking around them, terrified. After a few tense minutes, they begin to relax. Does it seem silly? 
statues coming alive. They begin to talk once again. Introductions are done. The guest couple introduce themselves. The husband's name is Vishesh Shikhavat and the wife's name is Rukmani Shikhavat. The host nods as if thinking about something. Then he turns to the couple and stares at them oddly. You know the original owners of this mansion? They were a couple called Shikhavats too. They were the ones who were murdered. That's some coincidence, smiles Vishesh Shikhavat. After a few moments, the host gets up. I'll just go to the loo and be back in a moment, he says as he walks off hurriedly. Once out of the view, he runs to the back door, opens it and runs out into the dark night. He stumbles in the rain as he runs towards the front gate, desperately looking for something. Then in a flash of lightning, he sees it, the inauguration stone and the pedestrian behind it with the missing statues. A flash of thunder illuminates the stone and he sees the names carved on it. It says, built by Vishesh and Rukmani Shikhavat. The host falls back, utterly confused. They did come back after it was dark. They have been acting strange and do look a bit pale and have been enjoying being locked in the same room with the statues supposedly outside. They are toying with us. Then as he begins to understand, the confusion in his mind is replaced by sheer terror. He runs into the mansion window and stares in. He sees his wife is talking to the Shikhavats, or rather, the statues. Soaked to the bone, he slowly makes his way back into the mansion. Gathering his composure, he walks up to the three, who turn to look up at him. Vishesh starts laughing. Had he gone to the loo? So did he accidentally end being all over himself? Or is it the sweat of sheer terror? The host standing a few meters away from the people he thinks are statues forces his lips into a smile. Covered in sweat and rainwater, he casually calls his wife to come to him. Vishesh stops smiling and asks what the matter is. The host looks pale, as if he has seen a ghost. Did he get to see the statues? Are they in the house? Vishesh stares keenly at the host. The trembling host urgently, desperately, calls his wife to him. A bit confused, she walks up to him. Then he takes his wife out of earshot and says to her that the statue's names are the same as that of the guest couple. The wife too is horrified. You mean that they are the statues? Then she realizes, it's silly. No, maybe they saw the names and now they are trying to scare us, like we scared them. The host looks at the normal looking guest couple and says, he doesn't know, but he'll find out. And lifting his gun, he points out at the couple and tells them that he knows that they are statues. The couple is shocked and confused and says they don't know what he's talking about. But the host points his gun at them threateningly. Vishesh asks, is this some kind of joke? He gets up and begins to walk towards the host. Do you think we are statues? Why don't you keep the gun away? Come and sit and talk to us. We can sort this out. Don't come close. And Vishesh suddenly comes really close. And just as he reaches out for the gun, in sheer panic, the host shoots Vishesh in his chest. Rukmani cries out, What are you doing? And grabs the gun. But he turns it towards her and shoots her too. Both bleed like normal humans as they fall down. What have you done? You pulled a joke on us. 
and we were doing the same says vishesh as he falls down when we were coming in we saw the inauguration stone in front of the mansion and when you asked our name i took those names i just wanted to spook you out you played a joke on us we wanted to return the favor he looks at the blood in his hand i didn't know you would do this the hostess runs up to vishesh and rukmani both look clearly dead she begins panicking you have killed them are you crazy the host is confused but but i thought they were statues they were coming towards me they weren't even scared of the gun i thought they were going to kill me kill us the hostess sits there stunned the host begins to think as he looks at the bodies we got to get rid of their bodies hide them for now till we know what to do with them the wife doesn't say a word the host tells her to help drag the bodies to the basement no one comes here we have to hide them he begins to pull the bodies one by one his wife helps him they take the bodies to the basement and throw them down the stairs and lock the door then the host goes back to the lobby window and stares out the statues are still gone he takes out a bottle and pours a glass of whiskey for himself single malt his hands are shaking he tries to calm himself suddenly the wife asks if they were just a couple whose car had broken down then their car must be outside our home after the storm is over people will come looking for them and finding their car outside our home they will come here to question us and we may be the suspects what do we do we have to hide the car we have to take it away somewhere anywhere away from here says the host i have to go outside i have to look for the car it's critical we remove it from here i will come with you says the wife okay if the car is really broken down then i'll push and you can maybe steer and we can drive the car away from here the hostess is thinking and adds why not keep the two bodies in the car and leave them there the cops will think it must be some highway gang after all why would we go out and kill a couple right outside our mansion and leave them there that's a good idea that's a way out come the two go back to the bodies and start to drag them out through the lawn it's tiring work and they have reached only till the door of the mansion when they are out of breath the host suggests that they take the bodies and keep them behind the pedestal they will be out of sight then they will go and find the car first then they will decide the next course of action the two leave the bodies near the pedestal and walk away into the rain they exit the gate and step on the deserted highway they have to make a choice go right or left to look for the car The host thinks aloud as he says that the guest couple must have passed their mansion and then their car must have broken down and they remembered and came back instead of leaving the car and going further on When your car breaks down you generally go back to the house you saw instead of going further without knowing what lies ahead The hostess asks but where are they coming from They could be coming from either direction The two try to remember the entire conversation they had with the guest couple. They were driving for some hours they had said. 
but even that doesn't give them any clue. So the host and the wife take a random decision and choose to go to the right, hoping that is the right direction and they will find the abandoned car in there. They have hardly gone a hundred meters when they find the car facing away from them. The host was right. They had crossed the mansion and came back. He goes to the car and tries to open the door. Shit! We forgot the keys, says the husband. He starts to look into the car, seeing if there is some way of getting in, if any door is open. He's trying to find a way in checking each door and window, if there is a gap through which he can put his hand in. And just then they hear something. Through the racket of the storm, they can feel that someone's coming towards them. They look in that direction. They can see two silhouettes, a tall man and a shorter person by his side. A man and a woman. Coming towards them, who could it be? And suddenly the two seem to be approaching fast, almost running. Whatever color remained in the face of the hostess drains in a second as she exclaims, They are statues. They finally came for us. They look up. Now they say clearly. Two figures, a man and a woman, dressed in all white are coming towards them. They are shouting, Hey you! Stop! They are the statues. They were outside all along. They should have stayed in the mansion. Why did they come out? The two figures are almost upon them. Through the blanket of rain, the white hands reach out to grab the host and his wife. The hostess is rooted on the spot as the statues grab her. Her screams of horror pierce the night. While running away, the host sees his wife rooted to the spot. He turns back and grabs her hand. He pulls her with him. The two statues try to grab them in violent scruffle. The host frees his wife and runs onto the road, trying to get to the other side. They are onto the highway now and the statues are inches behind them. As they stand in the middle of the highway in the rain, they hear a horn and turn to see. A truck is barreling down on them. The host closes his eyes as he and his wife are rooted to the spot. And just at the last moment the truck's tires screech, but it carries on to them and a loud thump is heard over and above the loud screams. It's morning, the sun shines, the birds chirp, the trees sway in a gentle breeze. A bee hovers over a flower, a squirrel runs up a tree and the body of the host and the hostess lie by the side of the road, covered by white sheets. They are mangled beyond recognition. It's clear and simple case of accident. The truck driver is clearly not at fault, and there's nothing suspicious about the entire incident. The paramedics pick up the stretcher and wheel it away into the ambulance. The car from last night, the one that had broken down, is being towed away by the towing truck. The cops are questioning the couple from the night before. Not the guest couple, who had been shot, for their bodies were nowhere to be found. But the other couple, who had come upon the host and the hostess. This couple is giving the statement that the car had broken down and they were wondering what to do. They had decided to step out of the car and find some shelter for the night. They had walked in the rain and hadn't found anything. They had decided to return to their car and spend the night huddled in it. As they neared the car, they saw the couple, now dead in the accident, trying to break into their car. They hurried back and challenged them and tried to grab them. But the thief couple seemed so scared on seeing them as if they had seen a ghost. They just turned and ran away. Unfortunately, they stopped on the road 
right into a truck was driving speeding down the highway. Unfortunately both, the truck and the thief husband and wife couldn't stop in time. And bam, it was all over in an instant. The cops listened to the entire incident carefully and don't find anything suspicious. Except for one puzzling behavior, clearly the dead couple weren't car thieves or hijackers. Then why in the hell would a local couple, well off and respectable, step outside the comfort of their cozy home in such a terrible weather? Why would they be away from their home down the highway to abandoned car and try to break into it? Why would they do that? It just doesn't make sense. And why were they terrified on seeing the owners of the car that they lost their head and stepped onto the highway on seeing them? They must have been out of their minds. Strange. The cops continued to wonder at the puzzling behavior. It's just the old caretaker who had come up to the mansion, who has been harping of the fact that he had told the new couple in the mansion to move out as the last night was the fateful night. He pleaded to them. He tried to scare them, tried to threaten them to leave, but they wouldn't listen. One cop who was trying to take his side of the story asks, what was special about last night? The old caretaker looks up, his eyes jutting out of their sockets as he points at the two statues saying, it was the night they come alive. It's the night they want revenge. It was the statues, they did it. They caused the death of the owner couple of the mansion. It was because of the damn curse on the mansion that they died. The cop is amused by the cock and bull story and asks, How are you sure it was them? The caretaker looks into the eyes of the cop and asks the question instead. What was the couple doing running on the highway on a stormy night when the visibility was near nil? And why were they terrified? What made them so scared? Don't you think they were running away from something? The cop shakes his head and refuses to hear further. It's absurd and he has already made up his mind that it's an open and shut case of accident. The caretaker adds, go inside the mansion and look into the lobby. There are four classes there. They had guests yesterday. In that stormy night, someone had come to their home to meet them and they were entertained by the host couple. I can bet my life that the statues had something to do with what happened last night. I don't know how they are involved, but these are deaths that can be notched into their account. The cop says to himself, these locals are crazy as he walks away. The caretaker turns and looks at the faces of the statues, Vishesh and Rukmani. They seem to be smiling. The end.